Hey guys, you're listening to What The Podcast. I'm your host, David Nicholson, the only podcast proud to be associated with D. Nicholson TV. That's right, you can find us on the YouTube at D. Nicholson TV. And we're also on all major social medias, including Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and I'm even on LinkedIn. And if you want to check out the website, Check out dnicholsontv.blogspot.com. Let's get ready to start the show and cue a little bit of music. All right, joining me on the show today is my beautiful wife, Nikki, who is here to give me someone to talk with. So on this show, we're just going to talk about anything. So say good morning, Nikki. <laughs> all right, wonderful. That well, that that was a good way of saying hello, I guess. But <clears throat> all right, so hey, anybody out there listen to the Spitballers? I absolutely love the Spitballers. Shout out to the Spitballers. I know you guys will probably never hear this, but we do appreciate everything you do. It is a great, probably the greatest podcast I've ever heard in my entire life. Don't you agree? Yes, absolutely. Uh, they they're hilarious. So if you haven't listened to them, definitely check out Spitballers podcast because you will laugh all the way to work. And here I am telling you to turn off my show and turn on theirs. But theirs is a lot better than mine, so I don't care. All right. Well, this morning I was listening to them on my way somewhere that shall be nameless, actually. Um, but uh, they started talking about... How did that even come up? I don't even remember what started that. Oh, they was talking about... They were doing their lie, two truths and a lie thing. Yeah, yeah. They do this segment on their show. It's called Liar, Liar, Pants on Fire. And they try to beat their producer... Uh, well, that's how good their show is. They actually have a producer. I have myself. Um, their producer searches for news articles, and they have to determine which one's a lie out of three different uh, facts that he tells them. So today, one of the, the facts that was mentioned was the first thing to form inside of a womb is the anus. And... We both bust out laughing because we thought that's the most ridiculous thing in the world, but it turns out that that was actually true. <laughs> so, <laughs> everybody, okay, I'm pregnant. Yay, yay, I'm pregnant. Well, you got a butt inside of you. <laughs> I don't even know how to react to that. You have a butt growing inside of you right now. All right. Well, anyway, I looked at my wife, and I... I don't even know if she heard what was going on completely. She was looking at things on Amazon. And I said, if you was to draw a person, where would you start? So so tell them, what, where would you start? The outline of the body. Like, I'm going to start with the shape of the body, and then I would start putting, you know, like eyes and hair and stuff like that. <coughs> All right, so... I personally start with uh, just, you know, an eyebrow or an eye, and then I work my way down to the nose, and then I start on the second eye, and, and I just start in the face. But being that, you know, and I'm not going to get down the religious rabbit hole here, so don't don't turn me off for this, but being that I'm a Christian, I believe in God, uh, you know, I have to look at it in a perspective of when God draws a person, he's going to start with the butt. So... <laughs> So now you have this image of, and this is just me being me, um, you have this image of God who created, you know, Adam out of dirt, and you have him drawing 
a butthole in the dirt <laughs> because it's just I don't know. It's really funny visualization. It's just to me that it, it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. So <laughs> if if you're if you form the the anus forms first, everything else grows from the anus. So therefore. Every part of your body is part of the butt, and that's hilarious. And I went back to Back to the Future, where uh, Biff Tannen, you know, Marty McFly's enemy, um, was all the time calling everybody a butthead. So I kind of realized there, Biff knew. Biff knew all along that that everybody was a butthead. <laughs> so who knew, Nikki? Biff knew. Biff knew. Absolutely. He was he was in on this stuff, man. All right, well, spitballers, again, if you're listening, that was one of the most hilarious things I have ever heard on your show, and that has brought us nothing, great <laughs> nothing but great joy and entertainment all day long. So yes. we, we thank you. We thank you, spitballers. <laughs> so, all right, let's move on. All right, we're back, and we are coming at you today with some weird news. So what we've done here is just kind of scoured the webs to find something that spoke to us personally, something that just might touch the hearts of our listeners, something that might affect you deeply. So the top story today is a woman's epic reply to neighbor's note telling her to stop screaming during sex. So, all right. Well, what do you think of that? <laughs> hmm. I'm not sure what to think of that. I mean, there's a photograph here. <laughs> I don't think that it's the actual woman and her lover because why would a reporter be in the bedroom taking a photograph? Hey, you never know, man. Some people got that little extra kink there, though. Uh, they, well, I mean... <laughs> Some people like an audience. com. <laughs> so a woman... Shameless plug. <laughs> a woman has revealed that she was shamed by her neighbor for screaming like a pig during sex. So I'm sitting here in my head obviously thinking that like right in the middle of their sexual escapades you might hear <laughs> <laughs> what in the world uh... I mean, well I mean I guess some pigs do that thing or something I don't know I can't make a pig noise so I guess I'm not good in bed I don't know <laughs> this must be the new the new uh, I don't know the the new thing so apparently she was offended by this and slightly embarrassed but she said that because of her neighbor complaining and says okay the note says please stop screaming like a pig daft o'clock when you shagging we all sick of it neighbors that's what the neighbor that's what it says so, I mean, I guess the note offended her more because she said she's now going to make more no more noise. So I'm trying to think, like, if if he was going to make more noise, what are the neighbors going to hear now? 
<laughs> okay, so that didn't work the way I wanted it to. Maybe you'll hear. It's funny that I just have barnyard animals loaded up on my phone ready to go, right? <laughs> Is that funny? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. There we go. All right. So that's our top story, and she's now going to make more noise if there is more drama that unfolds here at mirror.co.uk. That's where I found this article. We'll definitely follow up with you guys and uh, let you know what else is going on. So next story goes to Japan. We're on our way to Japan here to stay in a hotel, and um, according to this article here, if you are planning that trip, you can stay for about a dollar twenty a night Ooh. in this hotel. Is, now, is it okay hotel or is it? Well, it's a fine hotel. The rooms are nice, plenty spacious. Bathrooms are private. The only catch for a dollar twenty a night is they stream your stay live on YouTube the whole oh, time. No, 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 no weird people watching me sleep like no mm -mm, sorry well i mean um it could be entertaining if you was on your honeymoon for the viewers i yeah no i'm not making any like not even homemade pornographic films for the world to see like that's just not that's not on my bucket list of things to do okay, okay hold on hold on a second hold on uh, rewind here <laughs> rewind a dollar 20 a night to stay in japan now that's that's a bargain that is an absolute bargain. If you're from somewhere else, like we are here in the United States, and we want to visit another country, we're on a budget, a dollar twenty night, and you know up front that they are streaming you. That's part of the deal to stay there. So I'm thinking to myself, if you was in the situation where you're going to stay in this hotel and you're okay with them streaming you on on YouTube Live, what would you do? Would you just sit there afraid and in a corner backwards? Or would you not put on a bad show, but, like, would you entertain your viewers? Because you know this is popular. There's millions of people watching. I, myself, would not even put myself in that position to do that. I don't care if it's if it was 50 cents a night. It just, that's not me at all. Um, I would just, this I, is your claim to fame right here because millions of people are watching if you do a good show for these people you entertain them and people like thumbs up you left and right you could come back home a celebrity to me it's still not worth it that's just that's all I'm saying it, me personally go for it if, <laughs> if, that's, if that is on your bucket list of things to do nah All right, and these are found on readersdigest.ca, by the way. i got to give credit. I want to give credit to where I find these. So, all right, here's the last story that I want to talk about. A sizzling scoop, it's titled. And this goes back to August of 2017 at a Texas juvenile detention. <laughs> this is such an odd story. I don't even know how to start this one. Okay, so... Yeah. The people were cooking, the cooks in the kitchen run loading a delivery truck. That's how this starts, okay? And they noticed that they got um, some beef fajitas. And what had happened was they thought that this was an oddity because they had never gotten beef fajitas at this juvenile detention center before. 
And I it goes it says um these cooks have been there since 2008 and and they've never gotten these so 27 almost 10 years later we're talking nine years later and all of a sudden these beef fajitas show up and this is a very routine place that they're on a diet so anyway they went to return the fajitas but the people's like no these these are definitely yours or whatever and it turns out that the warden of the facility had been ordering these beef fajitas all the time and he had been selling them on the down low on the side and pocketing the money so the warden of the facility got 50 years it says right here in jail for this for this in, after because it, it amounted to 1.2 million dollars worth of beef fajitas that he had sold stole and sold on the side from this prison system well now <laughs> so we're going around and we're correcting these kids and we're the warden of this prison and everything you know we're the top dog <laughs> and we're basically correcting them and punishing them for doing petty crimes and, and you're a multi-million dollar <laughs> criminal yourself now that's pretty funny to me i'm gonna say yeah but hey, I mean, I gotta give him, I gotta give him props, man. He was, he did it. I mean, obviously, if he's made, you know, he's made some green off of it, so he did some good for himself. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that it's right, but. I went to hit my vape and it wasn't even turned on. It was, the battery was still locked. Vape break. All right. But, I mean, <laughs> but, yeah, those are some pretty, pretty interesting, they're weird news type things. All right, so, excellent stories, and let's move on to our last segment. And in our last segment, we are going to try to put together the perfect band. Singer, guitarist, bass player, and drummer. And obviously your front man plays rhythm guitar. That's a given in almost every band. So. So, well, okay, in my favorite band, Mr. Hatfield plays rhythm guitar. Sometimes he takes a lead. Most of the time, though. All right, moving on. Let's cue up some music to go to the next segment. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Build a Band Workshop. That's right. <laughs> build a band workshop. What we're doing here is we are trying to build a band, and this is going to be fun because it's not separate bands. It's not a draft or nothing like that. It is simply just us trying to put together the perfect band that we could both listen and t listen to. Because my wife is a hardcore Shinedown fan. Are you not? Yes, absolutely. 110%. I'm a hardcore Metallica fan. Am I not? Yes, very much so. And... Those are two totally separate spectrums of bands. I mean, yeah, they're both rock bands. You can say that. But I wouldn't consider Shinedown to be metal. They're more just a rock band, where Metallica's more of a thrash metal, you know, kind of band. But we do agree that, you know, certain songs from each band is, is are great songs. It's not like, oh, I hate Shinedown or she hates Metallica. But if we was to form the perfect band that we both could sit down and listen to, what would that band be? So, who would it consist of? And I'm gonna I'm gonna pick automatically right up front. And you can stop me. You can say no that this person doesn't 
work for me. Drummer's going to have to be Lars. Okay, I'm down with that. I Lars. You, I straight up have always told you that Lars, Lars is it, man. Like, Lars, if you ever listen to my podcast, God bless you and your drums. You are the God of drums. I mean, hands down, the God of drums. Very, very close, close second would have to be like in the drummer category would definitely have to be like Dave Bill from the Nirvana days. I was like, going to say, he doesn't even play drums no more. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, he was killer, <laughs> but I give him like mad respect because he's still it. Like, he is all still about the music. He hasn't let like fame and all that crap like get him he's still about the music and that's that's great and another great drummer is obviously mr barry kirch but (laughs) barry kirch not for sure i know who that is shot down drummer oh okay who is absolutely amazing at what he does so i can't I can't give him, there's no negative feedback on that. He's just an awesome dude, so. Okay. So, if we was to pick, let's see, we got Lars here. Well, anyway, so you say Lars, or I said Lars, and you agree. Mm Mm-hmm both agree he said uh dave gruel i don't know if i'm spelling that right or not it's okay it doesn't matter from nirvana Mm -hmm. but i say i i I don't agree because does he still play drums is he still as good as he once was back then yeah he was good but i'll put a maybe next to him all right and mm -hmm. yeah i'd still say he is though and you said uh, Shinedown's drummer? Yeah, Barry Kirch. I'm typing these. I, uh, Kirch off. It, I put Kirch. I, cr- I put Kirch cr- in my iPad, changed it to Kirch off, like, like I'm in Germany or something. <laughs> so are we drafting German bands? <laughs> and because he's in Shinedown, I'm going to say maybe too. So... Out of drummers, if you narrow that down, the only one that we both agree on is Lars. So, we got Lars Winter there, right? All right. So far, we got a drummer. This is a way to narrow this down. This is working, isn't it? Okay, all right. (laughs) All right, so what's next? Are we going for front man or are we going for... We got to pick a bassist, we got to pick a front man, and we got to pick a guitarist, a lead guitarist. Well, if we're doing like guitar, I'm going Joe Perry. So you're going to say Joe Perry as your first pick here, right? Absolutely. And what kind of a band is this going to be? It's going to be a wonky one, but it's going to... What kind of music are we playing? What kind of music are we playing? I guess I'm getting at we play in metal, we play in just rock, we play in... It can be whatever it wants to be. Because if I say... When P- it grows up, it can be whatever it wants to be. All right. 
Peter Frampton. Well, if you're going Frampton, you got to put Eric Clapton in there as well. Well, no, we don't have to put anybody. We're just picking the perfect band here. Does, does Frampton fit with Lars's style? I mean, I've listened to some of his newer stuff, and he he does have some rock stuff out there now. Yeah. Like Fingerprints but... album was completely musical, and he he rocked pretty hard, but there was no lyrics there. Uh, I can't remember the name of the last I don't album, think but Frampton's gonna fit with Lars. Okay, so so far we got Joe Perry, and that's that's iffy, but. So you're even saying maybe about him. We might have to do well, more thinking, than just... Because we're doing Lars here. That's what I'm saying. Lars... Lars it, won the drums. Have the, the, he kind of set the feel. Yeah, the the, the, the drummer box, does set the... little shadow box we got going here because... The drummer sets the pace, yes. Yeah, and you know it's He's... go hard or go home with Lars, so... <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I mean, literally I've seen the man's eyes roll back in his head, so... But he's... Like, he he slaps him back in place with his tongue. <laughs> this so. is true too, but um All right, so. so Joe Perry, Peter Frampton, they're both maybes. I mean, could you go with someone like Slash? Can we both agree on Slash? Oh, Slash is a god. Slash is, but if you're if you're going if you're taking that road then you gotta look at Vito. Vito Brada is awesome too, but you know, I don't, I haven't heard anything from him for so long. He's another one kind of like uh, Dave Grohl. Could he still play drums? Can Vito still play the guitar like he used to? At least Frampton's still making music. So, <laughs> Slash is a maybe. And I don't want to, I can't, I can't put Kirk in here because we already got Lars and I can't do it. Basically, you're just going to form remake. Metallica. Yeah, and I don't want to reform Metallica. <laughs> well, okay, but um who I mean I, I hate comments. Who in the world plays guitar for Shine Down? <laughs> I don't know. For all of you who cannot see me right now, I am shaking my head in shame. Zach Myers. See, I didn't know that. So, is could he keep up with with uh, Lars? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. All right, so we'll get a pick for we'll get a pick for um, Shine Down, and we'll get a pick for Metallica out of the way. So, Zach Myers. Zach Myers gonna win. Agree. Yeah, so, but that leaves uh, whoever their front man is out. Yeah, Brent, uh, as much as as much as much Brent is a, a, an amazing talent, he could not, I don't think, I don't think him and Lars could, I don't think that could work out. So, <laughs> just saying, I'm not saying anything bad about either one, but so lead guitar, and cool. um, we have Lars as winner drummer. All right, so now as we move on, we're we're gonna finish up with our front man last, I guess. So, so now we have a guitarist, we have a drummer. Who's gonna play bass? And we don't know bassist names. Who knows bassist names? I, I don't know any. I know, um, like I said, a handful. 
I mean, obviously, Rob Trujillo, you're out because of Lars. Sorry, guy. But you don't fit with Metallica anyway. I mean. And Mr. Eric Bass is out because he shined down faces. So. I'm not knocking Rob's bass abilities. No, neither am I. He I'm just, just doesn't fit with Metallica very well. Um, bassist. I'm going to go just because of his... <coughs> Cliff Burton. How did I know that was going to happen? Um, because I have the most awesome gift of foresight because my husband's entire musical outlook revolves around Metallica and in my opinion Cliff Burton was it, it was truly a tragedy to the world when he left it um but okay um for basic I'm going as my pick the awesome Chris Kale Chris Kale five finger death punch as in the vegetable well, it's EO, but it does, for it, we know who you're talking about. It's okay. I know who I'm talking about. You have no clue, but it's okay. No. <laughs> no. Um, I'm just going to let you pick the bassist because I don't know a lot of bassist names or nothing like that. I mean, honestly, I know the bass player is a right there with the drummer who definitely keeps the beat going of the... The music keeps the time, keeps the pace going. Your bass line is definitely important. I'm going to have to pick Chris Kale as my first one right off the top. Okay. Because he's just absolutely amazing. What, five finger? Five finger death punch, yes. Okay. All right. Um, let's see here. How about... Breaking out some old school, back with the band, Cliff Williams, ACDC. I can say, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely... He's always... That would be definitely a good choice as well. Definitely keep up with Lars. Been around a long time, just like Metallica. Been around the block, knows what he's doing. So... Um, let's see here. Um, more basis i'm gonna have to say probably john moyer from disturbed he's pretty he's pretty rocking too so um as being you know one of my favorite bands i gotta give my i gotta give my dudes props you know what i mean so <laughs> I, I like disturbed i do like disturbed i like their music but does it really fit in with the vibe that we're going with here with Lars and Zach Myers? I don't know. It's, well, at times, Disturbed sounds heavier and very disturbed, for lack of better words, but at times, they're also very ballady, too, and I can't see, you know, Lars playing ballads. So I'm going to have to say I agree with you on Chris Kale. Let's take Chris for Chris for the win. So, all right, the lineup right now, as we head into 
you know, the D. Nicholson TV Coliseum for the show of shows. We have... <laughs> we have Lars playing drums. We have Mr. Myers playing lead guitar. And we have Chris Kale playing bass. So, what is a show without a front man? You gotta have a good front man. <laughs> you, you, it, the voice is key. If you don't have a decent voice, the rest of your, I mean, you can have the greatest music in the world, but if the voice singing your lyrics has no heart behind it, it's going to suck. That's right. And, and going by our own rules that we've set here as we've invented this game as we played it, uh, we cannot pick a front man that is associated with any other Previous. member of the band, right? Yes. So we've we've <laughs> this is bad because we've picked people from our favorite bands already. So now we're gonna have to stretch out here in in left field somewhere and find a front man that can that can hold up the gig, right? Yeah. And and I I. I'm gonna, hey, growing up, there was a, a Christian rock band called Petra. I loved these guys. The lead singer sounded so much like Journey. His name was John Schlitt. The guy, I seen him. Well, you seen him with me. We went to a concert and saw this man. Not only is he incredibly nice, he looks the part and he sounds the part. His Mr. John Schlitt, I mean, can you can you agree that maybe he could be picked for this? Absolutely. Um, man's got a, he's got a set of pipes, too. Like, I can't. We're talking, like, big hair 80s, like, glam rock style voice. Very much like Journey, yes. Very, very much like Steve Perry, so. Um, he's on the maybe list? Definite maybe, absolutely. <clears throat> I'm not sure he's actually going to fit with our lineup, because he's kind of, like, really, really predating 90% of the, the individuals here, so I'm... Well, so is Lars. He, he plays in sweatpants and a headband. Uh, no, no. <laughs> so, I mean... All right. Yeah, maybe okay. Well, what about... Um, <laughs> I'm just trying not to be, like, old shaming. No, I'm not old shaming. Lars is awesome. We've done said that. I don't care. He could come out there with a walker. He could wheel up to it in a, in a wheelchair. He could wheel up to his drums, and I'd still listen to the man play. Okay, so now I have this visual of <laughs> Lars and a walker or, like, one of those, like, mechanical scooters going on here. Um, so, so, so sorry, dude. <laughs> so what sorry. Do you, uh, just like the stones are going to be before long. Axel, <laughs> what about Axel? I mean, I can pick his squeechy voice out of a choir. I mean, he's iconic. He's got an iconic voice. Um, I mean, you know the man if you hear him. I mean, it's not like, who is that singing? It's like, oh, that's Axel. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm actually going to go out on a limb here and not even give him a maybe. Not for our setup, no. Not for... Are you saying... Are you Axel shaming? I am not Axel shaming. Do you not like a rose? All women like a rose. Mm, <laughs> um, I, I played the fifth. Um, All right. Not one of my favorite bands. They had some good tunes. Um... But not, I wouldn't, he would definitely not be the one of the first people that I would think of if, like, they said, oh, well, he's, you know, 
he's in this new band and we're gonna go see him it probably would not intrigue my interest enough to go see him so i'm going to bow out on axel all right guys check out axel's new band live in the coliseum pistols and petunias so definitely not you're not going to a pistols and petunia show no sorry all right much love but no what about a knives and carnations knives and carnations (laughs) all right that sounds more like you know a gang fight um anyway um okay for the next one Probably a lot of people aren't going to know who this is, or even if they do, they probably won't agree with our current lineup that he's a good fit. I'm definitely going to have to say Scooter Ward from Cold. Like, his voice is stunning. You mean Cooter from the Dukes of Hazards? I didn't no. know he was in a band. No. No, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> no, no. So, no never heard of Scooter Ward, so I'm going to have to say no, not for me. Because, I, I mean, I can't actually hire someone that I haven't auditioned, right? You know, that's how it goes. You know, you got to do the audition and the interview to be in my band. So, he's out. I don't know who he is. So, I mean, you know what? Just a thought here. We haven't picked anybody from Disturbed, and I said I do like them. So, you know, they're front man, right? Mm-hmm. He is David Draymond. David Draymond. Okay, <laughs> I like his voice. He does good on the soft stuff. He's got an incredible voice. Like the sound of silence was really, really an amazing rendition. Um, I know you've said in the past they're getting a little softer in their old age, but maybe Lars can you know liven them back up a little bit. And you know, can we agree on him? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. All right, so we got a front man now. We've got a full band put together here. <laughs> and, um, you know. My apologies to any of these individuals who may actually hear this. Well, I mean, if they're if they're listening, I for first off, thank you. I mean, my goodness. I mean, we've listened to your material enough, so it's your chance to give back now, right? And listen to our material. All right, All right. so we've got <laughs> Lars. We've got Zach. We've got Chris Kale. We've got David Dramian and Draymond, sorry, and <laughs> you all are now proud members of What the Band. What the Band. Absolutely. You're like, hey, What the Podcast? Why not What the Band, right? All right. So, you know, you guys is definitely hired. You're going to play at D. Nicholson TV Stadium concert show, whatever. <laughs> so... All right, we've got a great band here. If these guys get together and put out an album, I'd probably buy it. I would definitely buy it. And that would be kind of like one of those um, the Simpson moments. You know how the Simpsons, they say, always predicts the future. Like in the 80s and 90s, they would put something and then it happens today. Like, so in 10 years, are we going to have... Well, if in 10 years, if this band does in fact exist, I want royalties, guys. Yeah, well, we invented it. It's kind of like the uh, the Guns N' Roses experiment. Yeah. I want royalties. All right. Well, your people call our people. We'll get this going, okay? Uh, Yeah, you can definitely reach out. And if you guys have any questions, comments, or anything at all that you would like to uh, hear us discuss on What the Podcast, you can definitely reach out to us at dnicholsontv.blogspot.com. You can find us on Tumblr uh, as well as Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 
but definitely, you know, leave us a comment and we'll talk about it. So we'll see you next time. Don't forget to subscribe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.